Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check it. What? How are you going to get what you need to get? Like that? <laughs> Dave! Ralph! What up, boy? What's happening? Ooh, happy off-season, my friend. Ooh, we It's a soda, something so much fun. It's oh, the yes. It is good stuff. Hey, I'm feeling good. I got one thing to say. What, what you got? Welcome to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. That's right. Um, we're, it's the off-season. Uh, all the fantasy football leagues are done. There's playoff leagues that are starting. Oh, there are. We've oh, got yeah. we've got uh, dynasty football to talk about with rookies coming in. We got uh, players declaring for the draft. True. Um, we got wild card or wild card games are done. We're onto the divisional rounds now. The elite eight, if you will. We got the future number one pick in the NFL draft is going to be playing against. Uh, this guy that looks like a girl. Yeah. And look, I'm wearing a Vikings hat. Yeah, you are. Because they beat the Saints. Yeah, didn't they? They beat the Aints. Weird. Nobody saw it coming. No, I certainly didn't. I didn't I mean, either. Skull and all that stuff, but ooh. I'm boy. a I'm a diehard Vikes fan, well documented, but in my work pool, we have playoff pool going on. I had the Saints going all the way in two of my brackets. I think a lot of people did. I mean so, you'll see you'll see the playoff draft results um shortly but yeah. uh you'll see anybody who went saints heavy is not feeling super great not i don't know good. who that would be <laughs> oh, no. poor dennis spearson <laughs> dennis spearson is sad and on a positive note yeah we were at 20 listens last week we got to 20 yeah we yeah. got to 20 this afternoon it was 19 when i checked this morning not okay. that i check often or anything so yeah, great stuff. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And you know, I want to just mention if you if you do listen to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Dave. And if <laughs> I'm Ralph, no, we've already done that. Oh, um, yeah. If you listen to this and you enjoy it, if you like what we do, I would love it if you would uh, tell your friends. I mean, we're not giving any advice here that's going to help anybody. It's not no. like with Dynasty Nerds where it's like if you spread the word, you're going to be hurting your own cause. Right. Nobody's using us for like you know direct draft advice or anything so if you enjoy it tell your friends yeah i was also thinking hey go go review on on whatever uh venue you listen to us on venue yeah that works avenue av that doesn't seem right well whatever whatever you listen to us on whether it's apple or spotify or right on anchor um Give us a review. If you if you like what we do. If you don't like what we do, I, I think you should keep your opinion to yourself. And if you don't like what we do by now, you shouldn't be listening. No. If you don't like what we do, then um, you're dead to me. And yeah. I don't want to know your opinion. But right. if you like us, review us. That'd be nice. I don't think we've had, we had a review yet. <laughs> I feel like Joel may have reviewed us. Okay. I don't remember, though. I feel like it was just... Great job, guys. You know, something like that. I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Or maybe it was just a like. Maybe he clicked like on Anchor. Maybe that's a thing. Could be. Full disclosure, I, I don't know. But I, yeah. I need validation from other people, so. I don't, but let's get some validation <laughs> going on for Ralph. He really needs it. Oh, please. And also, we've, we've talked about Rich a few times. He's the commish of the Empire 
and Vampire Leagues. I wonder if that's why we're up to 20, because Um, he knows a lot of fantasy people. I wonder if he's been telling people, because he... He hit us up this he week, did. and he, he seemed to like it. He shot us an email because yep. he's thinking of a new idea. We won't say it on here. I don't want anyone to steal it, but it's a pretty cool idea. <laughs> so in the future, we may have our, our first guest. We may, uh, we may so, have him on. That'd be so fun. we can have Rich on to talk about um, potential league ideas. Yeah. Uh, brainstorming kind of like we did last week for the new the new Doom slash Roman League. Yeah. Um, but also, I think Rich is is fully qualified to do a mock draft with us as well. Oh hell yes! When we get a uh, when we get a uh, panel together to get that'd that be great. going, so that would be that'd be pretty good too. Yeah. Oh excuse me, that's a nice boy. push, right? Add a boy. Oh man. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> <sighs> and uh, we're back. And we're back. Uh, so trivia tonight. Yeah. As you know, I get uh, trivia. If if there is a trivia question about football, I get it wrong. And how did we do in, every in single trivia? time? Uh, my team didn't place. Okay. Uh, and my fiance's team, uh, they took third. Nice. I don't want to talk about it. How um, far from third was your team? I don't even know. I crumpled oh. up the paper and I pretty much ate it. Um. So. I didn't actually eat it. That was an exaggeration. But um, here's here's what I want to do, though. Yeah. Every time there's a football question, I get it wrong. And, and doesn't your team turn to you for the football oh, well, questions? Well, obviously. Of yeah. course they do, because who watches more football than me? Uh, nobody. Right. Uh, but, I, but I would love to ask you the question. Let's hear it. And see if you got it. Yeah. The year is 2000. Okay. The wild card game. Yeah. The result of the game known as the Music City Miracle. Of course. The question was, which two teams played in that game? The Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans were obviously the team that executed the Music City Miracle. The question is, who did they beat? Because anybody who Ooh. watches football knows it was the Titans. Yeah. It was uh, Frank Wycheck <laughs> through the... Through the backwards pass. Lateral, quote-unquote. Oh, it was back. Come on. Are we really going to do that? I mean, okay. by a hair. Well, anyway, and then it was, I believe it was Dyson. Kevin Dyson? Kevin Dyson. Kevin Dyson. Caught he, it right on the side. It was great. It was he, awesome and play. he's also the inventor of the Dyson vacuum, which is pretty cool. You don't yeah. say. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> okay. I'm for you for yeah, next okay. week. Yeah, okay. I 30, I, I, never mind. I'm trying to think Sentences who would be. Sentences are hard. I'll let you think. So who'd they play? Uh, so here's what I did. I sat there and I wrote out every team in the AFC and the NFC. Because mm-hmm. obviously NFC teams are out. And then I went to the AFC and I I crossed out the ones I knew it wasn't. Like I knew the Browns wouldn't have been in the right. playoffs. I knew the Bengals wouldn't have been in the playoffs. Cross, 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 cross. Ravens? It was not the Ravens. In fact, Am it I... wasn't in 2001 that they became a team. I don't know. Am I, I think close? 2001 was the year they became a team and won the Super Bowl. Okay. Am I in the right division? No, oh, that's right. You don't know divisions. One. Jets. No. I mean, it's okay if you if you want to keep guessing. That's fine. Otherwise, I could just tell you. I mean, I'll guess all 16 of it. I mean, I was I was thinking <clears throat> my my thought was okay. It could have been the Patriots because they're always good. We thought it could have been the Colts. It could have been the Peyton Manning Colts, but that was really <clears throat> early for Peyton Manning. It would yeah. have been like his second year, and he was pretty bad early on. I thought it was the Jaguars, which was the Mark Brunel, Keenan mm. Cardell, Keenan McCardell sure. era. Yeah, but it that turned out to be wrong. It turned out to be in the AFC 
East. Bills. It was the Bills. Really? Yeah, it was the Bills. And that wasn't, they weren't even on my radar. I thought, would they have been good enough? Because with that, that would have been after Doug Flutie. So I don't know who they would have even had. Anyway, I I just couldn't remember. And in my mind, I was picturing jersey colors and I was thinking either Steelers or Jaguars it just it didn't work, but anyway, yeah. it was it was a it was a hard question. I was. But I'm thinking, how many people in that room don't even know that the Music City Miracle was even that the Titans? I mean, I guess you could figure out Nashville. That was probably you could piece that together. But did anybody get it right? You know, I have no idea. No. But um, I don't know how anybody would know any better than me. How obsessed do you need to be to know over me? Not Actually, to toot my own horn or anything. I should have known that because on ESPN they had a, a thing on the best finishes or best plays, what have you. Actually, sure. I think it was finishes. Like the Hail Mary, um, Immaculate Reception. Um, there was a Ice Bowl quarterback sneak. Minneapolis Miracles on there too. And they had the Music City Miracle. At, I think it was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even read the whole damn thing about it too. But uh, I, you've over... gotten you've gotten a little loose with your language the last couple of weeks, my Have friend. I? You better be careful. This is clean. I'm being clean. You know, beaver beavers are not involved here. I have yet. And the opposite of heaven isn't either. So you better watch it. Beavers. They build dams. Oh Jesus. To block the river. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so transitioning from amazing endings to past uh, games, playoffs, and otherwise. Sure, Wild Card Weekend. We had Wild Card Weekend Let's going do it. on. So, um, should we go through the results of the games, and then I'll go through my playoff league, and we'll we'll go from there. <clears throat> Let's go to the games first. Yeah, I got some stuff to say about it. They were pretty exciting. Um, how about I start us off? Uh, I mean, you you have nothing you prepared today. No computer. No no notebook. You're just you're just freeballing it over my, there. My cell phone so. is really quick. <laughs> I left home in a huff this evening. <laughs> left home in a huff. You yeah. know, you got triplets. I mean, it'll it happen. Um, I kind of, I got to say, this isn't the same without uh, Prom Nate sitting at the table doing a puzzle while we podcast, but whatever. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to start us off. So Bill's Texans. So the Texans ended up winning 22 to 19. I believe it was an overtime field goal, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, I assumed the Bills would win because the Bills have been very scrappy have really seemingly built their team the right way. They seem to always find a way to squeak out a win. And the Texans have looked uh, bad. There's no other way to say it. Their offense seems inept, and their defense just lets everybody do their thing. Well done. Found it. <laughs> way to pull your phone up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but um, but this end game ended up going to the Texans. So, um Josh Allen had 264 through the air and no touchdowns, but he had 9 for 92 on the ground. And then he caught a pass from John Brown for 16 yards and a touchdown, which was pretty incredible. And that was also very early on. Yeah. So if you're talking playoff uh, fantasy league, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, anybody who didn't take Josh Allen is nuts because he's caught a touchdown since the first quarter. Well, it didn't, didn't go very <clears throat> far from there. So John Brown had 4 for 50 through the air in addition to that passing touchdown. Uh, Singletary had 13 for 58, which was mediocre, but he did have six catches for 76. He caught a really key catch, too, um, late in the game for a first down. Big catch. Kept their, kept yeah, their chances it was a, it was going. A, it was a big boy catch right yeah, there. Yeah, we had a, we had a neighbor, uh, neighbor get-together while the games were going mm-hmm. on. So the game was on, and 
uh, Zach and I were kind of, we were cooking and getting dinner ready and stuff. And so I was kind of half watching. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this game's going overtime. Uh, Gore had eight carries for 22 yards, lame. Uh, mm-hmm. Duke, uh, Duke Williams had four catches for 49. Uh, Cole Beasley had four for 44. And then McKenzie had four for 23. So just very mediocre across the board as far as receivers go. Um. Deshaun Watson, 247 and a touchdown. He had 14 for 55 and a touchdown on the ground. Mm-hmm. It was Hyde with 16 for 48, and he had one catch for five yards and a touchdown. So that saved his day if you were counting on him. Duke Johnson had three rushes, three catches, about 68 total yards. Nuke, six for 90. Stills, four for 46. Fells for four for 37. So the Texans were uh, mediocre, but uh, did it when it counted against the Bills. How about the play of the game? Probably the play of the year so far. Give it to me. Deshaun Watson in overtime. Oh, when he ducked out of he a for sure sack. Spins away yeah, from that was the sack, crazy. bounces off yep. another defender, hits Taiwan Jones for first and goal. It was fantastic. It was... That was nuts. I mean, yeah. they replayed it like 10 times. We were at Granite City watching it. So Granite City? Yeah. You have those Idaho nachos? We did. Oh, yeah. It's one nacho. <laughs> <laughs> That's so classic. Yeah. Brings me back to my Fargo days. Yeah, we, right. we spent a lot of nights at Granite City. Yeah, it was a good time. Got that uh, bacon, ch- bacon, better bacon, chicken, better cheddar bacon burger. Better chicken, better cheddar bacon burger. No, they had these tacos, though. Tacos. Oh, there it was pork taco. It was like a a, the shell was cheese. Excuse me. Yeah. Like a cheese it. No, like like baked cheese. It was fantastic. I forgot the name of them, but Hmm. yeah, it's delicious. Okay, well we got getting sidetracked. We should have a Granite City menu podcast. Ooh. Um, And then we should do the podcast (laughs) from Granite City. (laughs) <laughs> sponsor hello oh my gosh could we podcast from a location i don't see why not light bulb okay we need to move on uh titans patriots <laughs> do you have enough there that you want to lead it or you want me to just take go, it over and you go comment okay so titans beat the patriots 20 to 13 Tannehill threw 15 passes completed eight of them but he had 72 <clears throat> Uh oh no okay seventy two yards and a touchdown and an interception on those uh on those eight on those fifteen passes yep. and four for eleven on the ground but it was Derrick Henry it was the Derrick Henry show yep. thirty four rushes for one eighty two and a touchdown he had one catch for twenty two that was pretty massive and I thought he'd get in the end zone on that if I remember correctly um Ferkser two for twenty three he had the touchdown mm-hmm. but it was all Derrick Henry I mean they Mike Vrabel. Of the Ohio State University, by the way. Okay, just making sure we're clear on that. I mean, he played this masterfully. I mean, the defense played well, and he just ran it down their throats. And Tannehill, who's been slinging that ball all over the place, just played game manager and just did his thing. It was great. I mean, it was great if you're if you're anti patriots. This was great. I, Which a lot of people yeah. these days are anti patriots. I mean, I'm okay. I like the patriots. I I'm okay them. with the patriots winning. I yeah. I like the idea of the dynasty, but man, this was crazy. Brady two oh nine. He had an interception. 
Uh, Michelle, 14 for 61, two catches for nine yards. White had a rush for 14, but he had five catches for 62. So if you had him in a, in a playoff league, you know, he, at least he gave you almost 80 yards total. Yeah. Um, Sexy Rexy had three rushes for four yards, but he had three catches for 32. Uh, Benjamin Watson, it seemed like they were flashing back to really wanting a tight end that they could do something with because all of a sudden Benjamin Watson had three for 38 and Mm. it just, it felt like they really wanted to get a tight end that could handle it, the ball, and it just was not working so well. Edelman's receiving day was pathetic, three for 30, but he did have a rushing touchdown, so that saved him. And Nikhil Harry had two catches for 21 yards and he had a rush for seven yards uh, a lot of players got into the rushing game in this, but it was basically, it was the Titans. They did their thing. So credit where credit's due. I mean, it was almost like the Patriots wanted to stop the pass. I mean, they shut down A.J. Brown, but they forgot how to stop the run. But they've been better against the pass than the run all season. Truth. So yeah, <clears throat> it made sense that Derrick Henry could run all over him, and then the game script just got away from him. Yeah. So. It's it's just ridiculous. Nuts. They had zero second-half points, the Patriots. They scored nothing in the second half. And it just goes to show that Brady is, I mean, he's all world, don't get me wrong, yep. but he's not what he used to be. No. Because he was not able to take control of this game. And we're going to talk about another 40-year-old quarterback who wasn't able to take control of his game mm-hmm. in just a second. Anything yeah. else for uh, Titans-Bats? I, uh, end of the dynasty? Is it done? Do, I don't. Do I don't think. Back? I don't think it's done. Think I so? think they retool because the problem was that the skill position players were lacking this year. Okay. So I think they go into the draft. They go into free agency, and I think they beef things up. I think they come back with Brady for another year, and I think they're right back where they were. In my opinion, I would love to see Brady come back. I want to see them get AJ Green. Yeah, I think that's a huge possibility. I want to see them trade for Rudolph. Yeah, talk about Rudolph is Trade for Rudolph. Yeah. Give the Vikings some picks. Uh, that way Irv Smith can do his own thing as the go-to tight end. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about Ooh, it. Boy, oh, man. Oh, boy. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> Mark my words. That's what's going to happen. Okay. Bad prediction time. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. You 20 people heard it here first. All right. The Vikings beat the Saints. Boo! Skull! Skull! You gonna, you gonna join me? Skull! Doom, doom, skull! Doom, doom, attaboy! I wore my Vikings cap on yeah. Sunday. Oh, no, uh, not I'm right a, now. I'm a Vikings family. No, not right now. Yeah, so this one was a I final... Left my, I left my Saints caps at home. In overtime. Oh my gosh. It was. I couldn't believe the Saints lost. I mean, it was... It was amazing to watch. And again, I had no idea that it was going to shake up this way or shake down this way, whatever you have. <laughs> or shake around this way. Yeah. It was Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. But then, I mean, you got the sense um, towards the end of the game that the Saints were going to come back because it's Drew Brees, right? That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's got the best wide receiver in the game. And you just got the sense that they were going to come back and, and they were going to win the game. Um, but then that, that, uh, the fumble, oh, man. So I forgot what the stat was. Um, but they had two turnovers in the game 
and they haven't had two turnovers in a game in a long time. So, oh, it was amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, as an IDP player, the the fumble that wasn't a fumble that Von Bell re- recovered and ran in the end zone. Yeah, well, that when was I, when I saw his knee was down. I was like, oh, that's a bummer because I love Von yeah, Bell. That was that was an obvious. Play. Um, before we go through stats, I gotta ask. I I know you're a Vikings fan. Yeah. You don't think Kyle Rudolph pushed off? I mean, there was a little push off there. I mean, he extended his arm and yeah. made space, which is what. The rules state. But there are people who get paid way more than we do, who know way more about football than we do, and nobody said anything. They didn't, re- they didn't uh, replay it. They didn't go to the booth. That was it. But that was my issue. My issue was all of a sudden the game is called. Mm-hmm. Why are you not reviewing that? This is the biggest call the entire game. I mean, last year when the Saints player got annihilated and it yeah. wasn't a pass interference, if the rules this year would have been in place, they would have reviewed that. Right. And yet this one didn't get looked at at all. It was just game over? I guess so. I don't understand. I don't know. It was close enough they should have looked at it. Yeah, but again, it was close enough they should have looked at people it. that make way more than we do it was close enough making they should a have decision. It. it was yeah. close enough they should have looked at it. Well, you know what you can do? And I don't like Kyle Rudolph's <clears throat> face. You can go to officiating school. I think he's very punchable. You can become a referee. He thinks with that sleeve that he got tattooed on that now we're we're scared of him. I'm not scared of him. You'd have to work your way up, high school, college, then get to the, the big like leagues. I'd like to smack his red nose right off. See what I did there? And Rudolph? Then, okay, nailed it. And then it. you can make that call. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the stats <laughs> for the game. So Cousins had 242 and a touchdown. <clears throat> Cook was a beast, 28 for 94 and and two touchdowns, three for 36 through the air, as he should have been. Uh, Madison, five for 20 and a a catch for 10. Thielen was the beast through the air, seven for 129. Oh, that catch to set up the... That uh, the touchdown. But you know what, though? I'm sorry. I hate Kirk Cousins. I know you do. Pointy face. Let's get it out. But he just... He's running for his life, and he just... He just... And he just throws it over. He just throws it as far as he can. And then Lattimore falls down and Thielen catches it. And it's like he's treated like some sort of a god. He I, panicked and launched it. No. Yeah. That, uh, was, not yeah, a, that was not a yeah, panic. R- really? No. Really? He made a jump throw that was a panic that went incomplete, but that throw to Thielen... He panics every single time no. he's back in the pocket. He, he spazzes and throws panic. it as far as he can, and his receivers make him look good. That was the best throw... He'll never win a Super Bowl. Ever. That was the best throw of his career. Kirk Cousins will never win a Super Bowl. Probably ever. not. Ever. Probably not. Ever. Probably not. <laughs> but, so, I mean, it was a great throw and catch. Uh, it was a great catch, and it was a blown coverage, and it was a spazzy throw. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, 4 for 31, and debate, you know, arguably a touchdown. Uh, Diggs had 2 for 19 and 2 rushes for 8 yards, so boy, if you had him in a a playoff league, that's depressing. He he also was being a baby on the sidelines, too. He's always a baby. He's a real diva. Yeah, he was being a diva. He's a very low-key diva. Yeah. He he tries to hide it, but he really is. But he said after the game that it was because of how the defense was playing him and not because he wasn't getting the ball. So he... Who was on him most of the game? Because Lattimore was pretty... 
Well, I guess they stuck to their sides of the field, yeah. so I guess Lattimore wasn't following anybody. Yeah. Because I'm surprised Lattimore wasn't on Diggs. And then they had Janoris, Jen- Janoris Jenkins, mm-hmm. because I don't think Eli Apple played. So Janoris Jenkins was on the same side of the field. You would have thought that... I would have thought Lattimore would have played Diggs as the more explosive mm-hmm. guy, and Jenkins would have been on Thielen, but it wasn't that way. wasn't that way. Anyway, what the heck do I know? What the heck do you know? So um, then, can I talk about the Saints then? Yeah, do it. Yeah, so Breeze... Uh, went for 208, one touchdown, one INT, uh, sacked thrice times. Um, but the the big story for me for the Saints here was Taysom Hill. Yeah. Right? He when huge. he was in the game, the Vikings could not stop him. He had one throw for 50 yards. That was blown coverage. Hit him wide open. And, well, really shouldn't have even been caught. It dropped right in his breadbasket. And right. both both defenders probably should have knocked that out. Yeah, down, he also but. had four rushes for 50 yards. Um, and he caught that touchdown. Um, Two catches for 25 yeah, touch. Yeah, it was awesome. So, yeah. I mean, that guy, I think he's going to go somewhere else and be a starting quarterback. I think he's going to be the Saints' starting quarterback. You think so? When I I I'm starting to think he's the guy. I think Sean Payton loves him. You know who I'm Sean start- Payton compared him to? Who? Steve Young. It's quite a comparison. comparison. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think he's the guy. I mean, Bridgewater. Bridgewater did well, but I the things that Taysom Hill can do. I feel like <clears> if he's the only guy. He's got a lot of Lamar Jackson kind of stuff to him, he where he is very a lot of Josh Allen. I mean, he yeah, he's like yeah. a thick, like running, like a running quarterback who can really do some stuff. And when he throws, it doesn't look bad. Yeah, and Peyton loves him, so we'll yeah. see. And then Kamara had a rushing uh, touchdown. Thank God. Yeah, that saved him. Uh, Thomas only uh, seven catches for seventy yards. He was targeted eight times, um, and then Cook went five of fifty four. And then uh, Kamara had eight uh, receptions as well, so that actually saved him. If your playoff uh, thing is a PPR, oh, it's not. <laughs> I, don't know. I was I was waiting for the validation. And then Deontay Harris had that catch from yeah. uh, from Taysom Hill for one for fifty. So, and I mean, I'll be honest. I thought for sure that the Saints were going to go all the way this year. I mean, with that high powered offense, I'm shocked because again, the last two years prior to this was the Minneapolis miracle, and then that pass interference that wasn't called. So again, they could have been playing for their third straight championship, but instead, I mean, there's talk of Breeze retiring. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. But honestly, three of the four wild card games surprised me. Yeah. Because I thought the Bills would beat the Texans, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I thought the Patriots would beat the Titans, and I was wrong. Yep. And I thought the Saints would beat the Vikings, and I was wrong. Yep. So all that tells me is that, well, the the Seahawks, we'll get to in a second, I was right about that, but that was mainly because Wentz went out. Right. I mean, without Wentz, come on, the Eagles aren't doing anything. No, that's true. They don't have foals anymore, come on. That's right. Um, all that tells me is the, I think we're going to have the bye week teams. The Jags barely have foals. All right. <laughs> Um, I'm thinking that uh, these wildcard teams are not getting past the teams that have buys, in my opinion. I think it's going to be very heavy one and two seeds, in my opinion. In the AFC, yes. In the NFC, I think it'll be a bit of a battle. Well, the the Packers are a bad, the Packers are a bad bye week, uh, bad bye playoff team. Yeah. 
but you never know because all of a sudden Rodgers brings what Rodgers can bring, and that defense is good enough. Mm -hmm. You never know, but they shouldn't. They shouldn't have had a bye, in my opinion. So it'll be it'll be fun. And the 49ers defense is licking its wounds. They're reeling. They've got some. They've got some, they've got some issues. I think the Vikings <clears throat> will match up really well with. And I'm not just saying it as a Vikings fan, but I think they'll match up well against the Niners. It's gonna be fun. Okay, we'll find out. Yeah, we will. Uh, so the Seahawks Eagles Seahawks won seventeen nine. Um, I did not watch all of this game. I was kind of done with it by this point, but. Um, Wentz went out, and that pretty much did them in. Um, Russell Wilson, 325 and 1. He had 9 for 45 on the ground. Um, Travis Homer, 11 for 12 and 1 catch for 5 yards, so he was very inefficient. Lynch had a touchdown, but he was really awful other than the touchdown. It was the excitement of having him out there, but uh, he wasn't doing anything. He just he got a touchdown. I don't remember how many yards it was for. DK Metcalf, though, he looked like a monster. Seven for 160 and one. He had nine targets. That's, he was a, a, whoo, that's, it's a, a, that's a rookie record. That's a big boy play. In the Super Bowl era in a playoff. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Good job. Um, it's funny. The only team I had him on was Roman, and I ended that league and didn't even need him. So I'm kind of bummed that yeah. I don't have him anywhere now. Um, Lockett, four for 62. David Moore, two for 57. Abercrombie and Finch had two for 16. And then we go to the Eagles. Without Wentz, they had McCown. Yeah. Which, honestly, is you could do a lot worse for a, for a backup quarterback coming in. It's true. Um, 174 passing, and then he had five rushes for 23 yards. So no passing touchdowns, which obviously is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had all field goals. Um, Sanders, 14 for 69, three catches for eight yards. Boston Scott, 6 for 25, 3 for 23 through the air. Uh, Dallas Goddard continued to look really good, 7 for 73. Ertz played, which surprised me. When I saw he was playing, I couldn't believe it. He's a tough guy. He is a tough guy. Well, he's got to compete with his wife for everything that they do in their lives, you know, running down the aisle and such. Yeah, I saw that commercial. Well, let, me, let me comment on that commercial for a second. So the idea here is that he and his wife are competing for everything. Yeah. And, you know, no offense to her. She is a she is an amazing athlete, but come on. He's a big, burly dude. They're not actually competing. What I think is funny... Oh, you can act like they compete all you want. What I think is funny, though, is when it's when it comes to him catching footballs, she's not throwing them to him. Oh, she's yeah. putting them in the machine that mm-hmm. shoots them. And I'm thinking, oh, what? Like, <laughs> you can't show her how to throw a football enough just for the sake of the commercial because it looks so bad that she's just putting it in the machine. Anyway... And that was a commercial analysis on Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I have lots of commercials I'd analyze. Uh, Greg Ward, 3 for 24, and and uh, I think he had a rush for 3 yards. But basically, the Eagles were just outmatched. The Seahawks lucked out because the Seahawks aren't any good either. No, but not. they lucked out when they didn't have to play against the starting quarterbacks. So. Right. So that's... Uh, that, you know, the Seahawks, ultimately, they're a team that wants to run the ball Mm -hmm. and they have lost their top three running backs and now are to an old fat man and a guy who isn't even draft worthy in any capacity. So, uh, yeah, Lynch is the old fat man. Homer's the undraftable guy. I know. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Glad we're on the same page. All right. So that was, (laughs) that was wild car weekend. That was a wild weekend. Uh, it was wild. Um, so, ooh, I moved enough to set off our motion detector. Hello. Hey-o. Um, 
All right, so so Dave, Ralph, uh, the playoff fantasy league did happen. Yeah, and I would love to go through the results. So you were able to get six people to six do it. people. Well, five, and I didn't even have to make Claire. Nice. I got six. I got me and five other people, uh, and I did not have to make Claire do it. So I would love to go through the results. Um, I think the draft is interesting. I can talk about my strategy as I go because there, there are some interesting things here. I just love it. It's just I can't believe you passed because yeah. it's just it just extends the fantasy I fun. Know. I know. Um, and then of course after the results this weekend, there's some some excitement and some disappointment. So heartache, a little heartache. So so here's where we're at. So so uh, fan tracks. Last year I calculated this by hand. Oof. And I actually every week went through and looked at the stats and actually calculated it out and sent out a spreadsheet. It was a lot of work. So I found out this year that on fan tracks, you can actually do a playoffs uh, league. Nice. And you can actually do the same thing that Fantrax always does, which is everybody pays in their money before they access the league. Which is So great. you have it in there, right? I love when they do that. Mm-hmm. And then we actually went through the draft, and it keeps track. And so I'm looking right now at the draft results, and every player that was on a losing wildcard team is X'd out. So it's like really, it's pretty smooth. That's awesome. So uh, Kurt had the first pick. Bill, who is in Westeros with us, had the second pick. Les, in Frozen with us, had the third pick. Mike, who is in Frozen with us, he's the trivia master on Wednesday nights for me. He's the the fourth pick. I had the fifth pick. And then Will, who is Les's nephew, had the sixth pick. Okay. All right? So... Was it a snake? It is a snake draft. Okay. Yes. All right? So here we go. Kurt takes Michael Thomas. Obviously. Build. Oh, I, I should I should make sure we're clear. So this is pretty standard setup. It's one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, a tight end, two flexes, defense, and kicker. Okay. Um, you know, and with only six teams, uh, there's you know, there's talent to be had, basically. Sure. So you gotta prioritize what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um and we'll just go from here. So Kurt took Michael Thomas, number one. Mm-hmm. I was already mad because that's who everybody, yeah, I would think everybody right. would. Bill took Russell Wilson, number two overall. Interesting. Interesting choice. Les took Derrick Henry, number three overall. That's a smart play with the way he's been playing. Uh-huh. Mike took Lamar Jackson at 1-4. Okay. I took Alvin Kamara at 1-5 okay. because I thought that the Saints were going to go far. Of course. And then at the turn, Will took Deshaun Watson and Aaron Jones. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I took Travis Kelsey uh, in the second round. Get the best tight end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike took the San Francisco defense in the second round. Bold move. We'll see how that plays out. Right. Yeah. It gets better. Less in the second round takes Tom Brady. Okay. Bill in the second round takes Mark Ingram. Okay. And then Kurt at the turn, he already had Michael Thomas. He took Drew Brees and Miles Sanders. Oh. I thought that was great. Yeah. To take Brees with I'm not sure Brees is the second guy I take, but if you think the Saints are going far, right. you already have Thomas. Right. Pairing them together is great. Yeah. And he had took Miles Sanders in the third round. So then we go back to the now we're in the third round. Bill takes George Kittle. Wow. Dalvin Cook is falling. Less took Cook. So okay. Less had less has Henry and Cook Oof. still in. Yeah, it does. 
That's awesome right there. Yep. Mike took Tyreek Hill in the third round, okay. right before me. That's who I would have taken okay. to team with um, who I thought I'd get later, which is Mahomes. Okay. Um, I took Devontae Adams in the third round. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Will, at the turn of the third to fourth round, took A.J. Brown. Okay. Which is fine. And then he took the New Orleans defense. What the what? Which seems like a stretch. Unless they go to the Super Bowl, in which case maybe that's fine. All right. Fourth round. I take DeAndre Hopkins. Of he's, he's gone too far. Now, interestingly enough, I thought he was going to get knocked out by the Bills, but he's still in. Yeah. And he ended up with 90 yards, so, like, that was fine, but I, I just thought I can't let him fall anymore. Right. And, again, you go by who you're predicting is going to go well. So I didn't want him because I didn't think the Texans would go well, but I certainly didn't think, like, next pick was Tyler Lockett. It's like the the strategy you have is tiered. It's really, you yeah. You good players, right. but you want them to keep going. And you'll see when I get to the end here, I really had a wide variety on teams. Like, yeah. I didn't pick a couple teams and go heavy. I really got a variety, which may go well, may not go well. Yeah. Um, all right, so I took Hopkins third round, and then Mike took Tyler Lockett. Les took John Brown. Bill took Julian Edelman. And then Kurt, at the next turn, took Raheem Mostert and Jared Cook. Okay. Which I thought was fine. Yeah. Bill, coming around, took Sony Michelle. Les took Stefan Diggs. Mike took Devin Singletary, okay. which I thought he'd get a couple of games out of him, which I thought was... Honestly, Singletary was who I was hoping yeah. would fall to me. He didn't, so I took James White, thinking... The Patriots would make it far, and sure. he tends to have playoff whatever. Uh, Will, at the turn, took DK Metcalf and Carlos Hyde. Either one of those guys I would have loved coming around again, especially is, Metcalf. Is Will the one with the two good running backs, too? No. No? Okay. Um, it's Les that has the two good running okay. backs. So Les's team really, as a preview, it's basically Henry and Cook, and that's it. He okay. doesn't really have anybody else. It's okay. good. So at the turn of rounds five to six, Will took Metcalf and Hyde. I took Mark Andrews, figuring that it was worth it to me to fill a flex with Mark Andrews to take a solid tight end away from somebody else. I like it. Which ended up working out well because there's, you know, Mike's team ends up later on having only Darren Fells. Ooh. So no bueno. I felt like that ended up being smart. Yeah. So then Mike's team that were in the... Fifth, uh, one, two, three, four, five, sixth round. Um, Mike takes Damian Williams. Les takes New England defense. It's the third defense off the board, by the way. I'm I'm sensing uh, there's one quarterback that hasn't been taken yet. You already knew this was coming. <laughs> okay, so the well, I'll I'll wait till my next pick. So yeah. then Bill takes Debo. Uh, Kurt takes Baltimore and Will Lutz, which I thought were both great, uh-huh. especially if um, New Orleans continues. Bill took Emmanuel Sanders. Les took Harrison Butker. Mike took Adam Thielen. So then it gets to me. So now I'm looking at my team and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe Mahomes hasn't gone yet. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. It may have been a couple rounds before. I don't particularly remember. But what I realized when I looked carefully, thank goodness I was not um, consuming any beverages. Sure. This is a one-quarterback league. There's six teams in the league. And when I finally looked, five quarterbacks were gone. That's Russell Wilson, ask. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, which means I'm the sixth team. Yeah. You only have room for one quarterback. Yeah. 
So I didn't take Patrick Mahomes until the last round. Did you take Rodgers? No, I took Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I thought you were going to take two. No, because you can you only can take one. Oh, okay. Because there's no bench. I so you have you. one. It's one quarterback. There's oh, only one. Okay. So, so in there's my no opinion, bench. somebody should have taken Rodgers, but yeah. it was Wilson, Jackson, Watson, Brady, Breeze went five gone. Yeah. I realized that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I now can have any quarterback I want as the I last pick it. of the draft. Okay. So I waited. And I didn't have to take anybody. He's your Mr. Irrelevant. He's my Mr. Irrelevant. Isn't that crazy? That's Patrick Mahomes and Mr. Irrelevant. That's crazy. All right. So my pick in the seventh round was Justin Tucker. I wanted the kicker that was yeah. on the team that I thought would do well. Then at will at the turn was Cole Beasley and Dallas Goddard. That was fine with Goddard because I already had two tight ends. Mm-hmm. I took Latavius Murray. And I figured I thought the Saints would go far. And if I had Kamara and Murray, then they couldn't vulture each other, and right. I would have everything that they had. Well, that turned out to be unfortunate. Unfortunate. Uh, then we go to Mike's team. He took Darren Fells, and then Les took Kyle Rudolph. So, again, there's a team with Kyle Rudolph as the tight end, a team with Darren Fells as the tight end. I would mm-hmm. love to have Kelsey and Andrews and, you know, instead. Right. Um, Bill took McCall Hardman. Kurt, at the turn from 8 to 9, took Marquise Brown and Sammy Watkins. Nice uh, high upside plays. Uh, Bill took Kymie Fairbairn. Les took Jordan Howard. Mike took Muhammad Sanu. Ooh, it's getting bad. S- yeah, I took the Kansas City defense. Okay. Because it was time for my defense because I knew Mahomes would go last. Sure. Excuse me. Excused. Uh, Will took Dan Bailey and then... Tevin Coleman for his last pick. I took Mahomes. And then Mike took Crosby. Les took Duke Johnson. Bill took the Seattle defense. I thought that was solid. Uh-huh. Last last pick to take Seattle defense. And then the last player of the entire draft for Kurt was Marshawn Lynch, which was a worthy risk to take, in my yeah, opinion. He totally. did get a touchdown this week, even though he didn't do much else. So my theory was if I could get... Mahomes and Kelsey, which I figured out early on that I would, and then either Butker or the Chiefs mm-hmm. defense based on when it happened. I thought I'd be very happy about that. Yeah, you got three or four. And then I ended up with Andrews and Tucker for the uh, for the Ravens. Uh-huh. And in my opinion, I think it's going to be Chiefs-Ravens in the AFC Championships game. So, So kind of like last year when I had the Chiefs and Patriots predicted and had a lot of players from those two teams figuring I would get up to that point Mm -hmm. and then one of those teams points in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm hoping for here, and I'm really hoping that it pays off because I lost Kamara, Murray, and James White, and that's where we're at with that. Right on. So what's the scoring so far? Uh, So the scoring so far... Is uh, I am in last place with 36 points. Okay, well, that makes sense. But I have a lot of bye week teams. Right. So Les's team is at 105 because he has Cook and Henry, Uh so that makes sense. Will's team is at 103, and he has uh, Metcalf had the huge game. Uh, Metcalf and Goddard and Beasley. So basically that was, it was Metcalf's huge game was what got him a huge week. Right. Bill is at 71, Kurt at 57, and Mike at 46. Okay. 
So Bill's big week was basically Seattle defense, Sony Michelle, Julian Edelman. It was just basically those guys. Oh, he had Russell Wilson too. Mm. So he had some good performances. So basically, I mean, at this point, it's too early to tell. I'm in last place, but I'm my biggest guys are haven't played yet. Yet to play. So that's what I'm hoping for. Awesome. Yeah, buddy. So basically, it keeps it going, and I'm much more excited to watch playoff games than I would have been otherwise. That's, that's for darn sure. That's fair. Uh, what do you say we take a break, and then we will come back fresh and mossy and ready to talk about some of our other leagues off-season-wise? I like it. Are you sure you like it? Yeah. Do you really like it? I dig it. Okay, good. I'm yeah. glad we're on the same page. We'll oh, see yeah. you soon! face on there really ruined it for me i never really thought about him being involved in that song but all right so we're in off-season roster management it's true um so what we wanted to do uh for all of you dedicated listeners out there is we wanted to talk about our ir roster management strategies um so in every league that we're in basically you can't hold players on the IR once the season's over. So right. off-season, your IR players got to be moved to active roster. So the question is, how do you deal with that? Because you got to make room for them, and sometimes that's a hard decision. So we're going to start with Frozen because it's a much easier decision there. Uh, at least it is for me. I'm assuming it is for you because <clears throat> there's a lot of players who aren't doing anything that we can drop because it is super deep. Super deep, senor. So, for example, I had Hawkinson on IR. I had Trey Quinn on IR. Jalen Hurd. CJ Procise. Rashad Penny. I don't think I ever put Chris Carson on. uh, I don't think I ever put Chris Carson on IR. So today I went through and I had to decide which players I was going to drop in order to make room for those guys. Mm -hmm. CJ Procise probably could have been a drop, but again, this is in a league that's this deep, you kind of have to really decide uh, what you're going to do in order to make room. So it was tough. So I decided that Mike Weber was droppable. Mm-hmm. It's funny, now I see that he's on Kansas City, which is, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to drop a running back on Kansas City, but that's fine. Um, 
So I dropped uh, Mike Weber, Ohio State, the Ohio State University Buckeye, Mike Weber. Uh, Emmanuel Hall, uh, he is now on Washington. I believe he was drafted by the Bears. Um, Juwan Winfrey, mm-hmm. I acquired him in a trade <clears throat> with uh, with less, um, thinking he might, you know, he was a training camp guy where he could have been something in Denver. Right. Uh, Jesper Horstead is one of these tight ends in Chicago. You know, this is a two-start, two-tight end league. But they have uh, Shaheen and Burton. So this was just a guy who got played this year but isn't going to moving forward. And then Luke Stalker, tight end in um, Atlanta, same deal. He only got played because of um, Austin Hooper getting injured. <clears throat> so those were all guys that were droppable for me. So I made those drops. I got my other guys moved up into my uh, into my active uh, lineup. And then as I look at my roster, you know, we also probably are thinking into the draft, like who do we have room to get rid of? Right. And as I'm looking, you know, I don't have a lot of picks. I think my first pick is from you in, in the uh, – in the third round, yep. 2023rd, although it's early third, so that ends up good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I think I have my fourth, fifth, sixth, etc. So Reggie Bonifan in, in Carolina after the draft, who knows if he'll actually be a guy. That was just, that's CMC's backup, so mm-hmm. who knows. Um, Brian Hill, I would probably hold on to. He's shown enough. Uh, Kadri Allison, I'll probably hold on to. He's shown enough um, if we're talking Atlanta running backs. Divine Zigbo, he's a guy that I've kind of been intrigued with all along, and you just never know. I mean, the Jaguars are a team that want to run the ball, so I guess we'll see. Right. Process, I already talked about. Jeff Wilson Jr., I mean, that's the um, <clears throat> San Francisco 49ers. They want to run the ball, so any guy that's in the backfield there, you never know when they'll get their shot. And that's healthy. That's healthy, right. exactly. Deion Kane, I'm going to hold on to. He had a lot of draft type coming out. Mac Hollins, I've always been intrigued by, although he's in Miami now. That's kind of interesting. And Maybe Deion Kane chance. is in... Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Byron Pringle, he's in Kansas City. Don't want to get rid of him. Marcus Johnson, he showed enough. Don't want to get rid of him. Right. Seth Roberts in Baltimore, you never know. Mm-hmm. He could end up being something. <clears throat> and then I've got some tight ends. Daniel Brown, Stephen Carlson for the Jets and the... Browns, you know, it's a start two to tight end league, so I don't really necessarily want to drop them. So ultimately, when I'm going into the draft, I want to do best player available because I think that's the smartest way to do it. Especially starting at third round. Especially starting third round. But if there's any sort of players who are close, personally, I feel like I either have to go Well, tight end for sure because I have Zach Ertz and Hawkinson, and that's pretty much it. So if there's any tight end that's even close, that would be my first goal. And then after that, just keep the running backs flowing in because they have so much more opportunity, and I would love to find the next diamond in the rough and then be able to turn them around for something better later on. And this is all provided that you don't trade back into the first round. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but it's interesting because Kamara is the biggest piece I would use to trade back into the first round. But the anybody I've talked about trading Kamara to, it has been for a major player and not for a first round pick. I mean, Kurt is always willing to talk, mm-hmm. and he I've already said he's offered me nuke for Kamara. 
but that would not get me a first round pick because Kurt has less picks than I do. Right. So it's it's interesting. I don't I don't know if that's going to end up happening or not. Um, I think as the draft gets closer, more people are going to be willing to talk. Yeah. I think a lot of people need to take a little break <laughs> and don't necessarily feel like they want to just immediately <laughs> NFL playoffs still going on and they want to talk trade already. But oh, I love know, it. who knows? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Maybe Claire will trade me a first round pick. Oh, that'd be cute. No, not because of love, because of strategy. Oh, right, 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 right. Whatever. That's <laughs> what you were going for. <clears throat> anyway, how's your how's your frozen team looking? Have you had some? You had a you had a full IR, didn't you? Not only do I have all ten full. <laughs> That's a full IR. There's ten spots of IR, but I also have um, Mike Walker, a wide receiver rookie from Jacksonville, on IR, and Gaskin on IR. So I had twelve players. Make it to IR. Wow, I think that's a record. That's a lot. Yeah, um, but the of the players that's on my IR because I haven't moved them yet. I, they're still my IR. I haven't done that just yet. I mean, I've got Devlin on there. He's droppable. Um, Nick Bodden from Detroit. Uh huh. He gone. Um, Isaiah Crowell. I mean, if he even lands anywhere. Um, so they're he's, gonna yeah, be yeah he's he's a drop you yeah so they're, but him. I mean I've got Cam Newton obviously holding on to him Stafford holding on to him um, Lamar Miller I'm he's a hold for me okay see if he gets healthy see where he lands His rosters are deep enough you may yeah. as well hold yeah. him there's no point in getting rid of him at this point Paris Campbell Corey Coleman Preston Williams so Paris Campbell's a hold then yeah I'm not <laughs> dropping him. <laughs> I mean, you could. And because we're uh, tight end heavy, Delaney Walker also, I'm going to hang on to him. Um, but, I mean, the droppable players that I have, I've already gone through and identified who I'm going to be dropping uh, as soon as I get everything renewed. I've got uh, David Fales from the Jets, quarterback. Okay. He'll keep it going. <laughs> Probably droppable. Uh, Ryan Finney <coughs> from the Bengals. I'm still, I'll hmm. maybe hold on to him. You just don't know yet what the Bengals are going to do, if they're going to go these, burrow. These rosters are too deep. Right. You may as well hold on to him. You never know. I'll get rid of Schaub. Uh, Mike Davis, I'll get rid of him. I've got Higdon Jr. from Houston. He's on their practice squad. Okay. I've got Hilleman from the Giants. He's on their practice squad. Um, so And Isaiah Ford, I'll drop him from the Dolphins. Yeah. Just because I already have Preston Williams. I already have Gasecki. Yeah. So I'll be dropping him as well. You don't be too dedicated to the Dolphins. Right. And then uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six tight ends on my bench currently. One on my IR and three I have in my starting position. So my Columbiaites math tells me that's 10 tight ends on my team. Name them. Who are they? All of them? Yeah, I want to hear. Gasecki, Goddard, Fant. Those are your starters. Yep. Okay. Uh, Walker on my IR. And I have Carrier from Oakland. Okay. I have Everett from the Rams. Okay. Uh, Jesse James from Detroit. Okay. Knox from Buffalo. Uh, Matt Lacoste from New England. Okay. And uh, CJ Uzuma. It's a nice young Cincinnati. stable of tight ends. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. See, what's nice of a lot of those tight ends, like Uzuma... You know, you don't know what um, um, 
I'm drawing a blank. Eifert. You don't know what he's going to do. Um, Lacoste, I mean, he may or may not get some looks next year. And uh, James with Hawkins in, you just don't know. So, And then and, uh, Oakland, they've used Carrier quite a bit too. So, I mean, I got options. I'm definitely open to trading some of them as well. Oh, are you now? Yeah, I know you're a little light on tight end. I see. I mean, I could see one or a couple of these going for a third. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe two of them going for a third. <laughs> hey, I'm open to that. Yeah. So Cuz I am desperate at tight end. Yeah, so I'll, All right, uh, Goddard for a third, done. <laughs> no? Yeah, I'm like gonna, that. I'm gonna pass on that okay, one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Who's worth a third? Who's worth a third? The third that you want back for your from your own third. I mean, Uzoma was <laughs> no the third. So it's like there's a there's a drop off. I've got my tiered one guys. What about Delaney Walker? Uh no, thank you. No. Knox, I wouldn't sell him for a third. Yeah, see, the guys that I'd be interested in giving a third for aren't the guys you're giving up. Right. So that's this I is mean, not worth this isn't even worth talking Jesse about. Jesse James. Come on. For a fourth to back up Hawkinson. Fourth isn't fourth's too high. Fourth's too high. Yeah. All right. Uh yeah, because what did Jesse James do this year after Hawkinson went out? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. But who were the quarterbacks he had thrown to? Him? Doesn't matter. Sure it does. Tight ends are the outlet. Yeah, no, not at Tight ends shouldn't be affected by quarterback. Obviously he was. Wow. We'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and then we, yeah, and then I also have uh, four kickers, so I, I could get rid of one of those too. Uh, that sounds like a conversation I have with Claire. She loves acquiring. I got kickers. Bailey Bullock, Forbath, and Sly as my four kickers. Okay, okay, okay. okay Not bad. Okay. Not bad kickers. And I still have Callaway. You know? Yeah, he was signed back by Cleveland, I think, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've got some intrigue. I've got Juju still. Um, I've got Kendrick Bourne. I've got Chris Conley. I've got Deshaun Hamilton, Adam Humphreys. I mean, I, I have some, like, mid-tier guys. Yeah, it sounds like a great bench 500 team. <laughs> I wish. I was 4-11. and 11. <laughs> <laughs> wow all right should we move on yeah let's move on <laughs> all right so then the other league so dave and i were talking we don't have a lot of leagues to talk about ir and uh draft strategy with because uh we ended two of them yeah we went from um, four to two yeah so um so let's talk about westeros which is our idp um, I, I won the championship, mm-hmm. so I don't get to trade this year. Um, I also have traded away my first and second round picks. So I get to pick in the third round. So I'm looking, I'm sensing a theme. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at my IR. So Carson was too late. I never, he never even made it to my IR. Mm. Daryl Henderson was too late. He didn't even make it to my R, my IR. Uh, Miles Gaskin was too late and didn't make it to the IR. Um, he was a late pickup just to see what he'd do. Right. So my IR currently is Evan Ingram, Jonathan Abram, safety from Oakland, uh, who, who was like a, I took him in the second round, I think of the rookie draft, Ben Roethlisberger, and then Rashad Penny. Um, so 
all four of those IR guys I will be keeping. There's mm-hmm. no reason to drop any of those guys. So first off, I have no quarterbacks other than Phillip Rivers and Baker Mayfield. I have dropped both Duck and Mason Rudolph. So I have to drop somebody to make room for Roethlisberger, obviously. Obviously. Because if he's back, he's on my team. Even though he looks like Matt Patricia now. Um (laughs) Evan Ingram. So my tight ends I currently have are Tyler Higby, Noah Fant, and that's it. So I won't be dropping Tyler Higby or Noah Fant, right. which means Evan Ingram will be a third tight end coming in, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashad Penny, I'll be holding on to. So the question is... And and Abram is just he shows too much potential as a strong safety, so I'll be holding on to him too. So the question is, who do I drop for these four guys? So as I'm looking at my team, I can't bring myself to drop uh, JJ Arthega Whiteside. You just love saying his name. So I much. love saying it so much. Um, I'm looking down my roster. I'm thinking Malcolm Jenkins at safety is a is a considered cut because abram will be another safety i have a lot of safeties on my team and that's not a that's not a position i like having a lot of and malcolm jenkins is in his 30s even though he's from the ohio state university and he's very versatile and kind of a beast uh he's in his 30s and so can i really justify holding on to him right so he may be a drop and then I'm looking at these some of these running backs. Like I've got Boston Scott feels like he could easily be a drop mm. because he was just the guy who ended up getting the, you know, based on injury this year. Miles um, Gaskin could probably be a drop because who knows what the Dolphins are going to do and that's going to be a terrible offense anyway. Right. And then I picked up Kelvin Harmon and Cole Holcomb, linebacker for Washington at the end of the year. So I feel like if I'm if I'm using my best judgment, I feel like what the Kelvin Harmon the 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 shot at wide receiver is more valuable than the shot at linebacker because sure. linebackers turn over more often and there's always somebody available. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as I'm looking for four drops, I feel like it should be Holcomb at linebacker, Gaskin at running back, Boston Scott at running back. Uh, but it's hard to drop Malcolm Jenkins, so I don't know if I can bring myself to do that. I might need time to... I mean, and you may actually have one it. drop that could be decided for you if a certain 38-year-old quarterback retires. Oh, you, you, think, about right, that? you think Rivers is going to retire, huh? It's possible, yeah. But don't you think he's going to retire too late to... I mean, I'll have to... I mean, we have to decide. I have to send out a post, but we'll have to decide within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I think it's probably supposed to be decided already. So it's not like I can sit here and wait until he decides to retire. Well, hopefully it's done before the draft. So but I also think. don't think he will. I don't think he will. You don't think so? No. Ooh, I think man. he's too competitive. He played like poop. I know. But these, the but these older quarterbacks, that's that's how it goes, though, because they don't have the arm strength anymore. And so their their brains are fine, but their bodies break down on them, so they're not as consistent. But he's still got every, you know, he's still got all the, you know, all the, you know, all this. I'm putting my fist up in the air yes. like, ah! 
Motivation gum- is gumption. He's got gumption. Gumption. He's got gumption. So it does reach a point where the coaches actually step in, and the owners will step in and say, "Hey, you're too old. Even though you've got your gumption, you got no zip. You're not mobile. You're you're breaking down. We gotta let you go. I mean, it's if you want to compete, you. Do, I mean, it's you can't." Go about it thinking you're going to hurt the feelings of the player because in the end it's a business. Right. And if they're not producing, you got to let them go. Right. We'll see what happens. So what I'm thinking as far as draft plan for Westeros Mm -hmm. is that – so I have a pick – my first pick's in the third round. Now, with IDP, lots of value falls – and so there's pl- going to be plenty of good players available. I mean, I've gotten some great players in the third, fourth, and fifth rounds. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm not worried about that, but it's just a matter of what to prioritize. So, you know, I thought going into this year the tight end would be an issue for me, but Higby really helped me out there, and Fant ended up looking good. So I don't have to worry about tight end. My wide receivers are sick, but I would always take a young wide receiver if they looked good. Sure. Ultimately, it's going to be best player available. But if there were a quarterback that fell yeah. that looked like they were going to get a chance, that would obviously be a priority. Um, I think defensively, I think my defense is set the way it is. And I don't think I would dedicate any high picks to a defensive mm-hmm. player. I think I'd be looking at quarterback, wide receiver, running back would be my priorities. Um and ultimately, my plan was get back into the first round, but I ended up winning, and now I can't trade, so that's not going to be something I can go for. But this team is stacked, and as long as these guys all come back healthy and playing, more or less, I should be good. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right, Westeros. Westeros. How's, how's your team looking? We're talking about Hut Hut Hodor. Hut Hut Hodor. So I actually went through and already updated my IR players. Okay. Uh, so they're already on my roster. Okay. Um, and the, the ones I have, um, I mean, Mike Hughes at cornerback. He's my third or fourth cornerback. Uh, he's on IR. I've got uh, Oliver, tight end from Jacksonville. Um, he's my fourth or fifth tight end. Uh, I've got Preston Williams, I've got Auden Tate, and I've got uh, another tight end, Ryan Griffin, on IR as well. So, a lot of young players on IR. Young players with injuries tend to bounce back better. Mm-hmm. It's like scientifically proven. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I was go- actually going through my roster today, and I only have two safeties on my team. Uh, Poyer and McCordy. So I may want to see about drafting a, a young uh, a young safety. Be nice. And the thing about drafts that we run into is there's free agents that get snatched up. That's true. Before uh, rookies. Uh, because a lot of people that we're in leagues with don't take the time to actually do research. They see a name they know. Right. And they'll take them. Right. So I'm thinking there's going to be some rookies that are going to fall because free agents are going to be taken. But it also goes both ways, though, because Mm -hmm. they also, especially with the defensive players, they'll be so hung up on rookies that they'll actually forget about 
a defensive veteran. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got Von Bell in, I think, the sixth round of the rookie draft this year because he hadn't been on a team. And I'm thinking, okay, he's a strong safety for a great defense. Right. And he's going to be active. And he went to The Ohio State University. And so I snatched him up. You did. Snatched him up good. Anyway. You snatched him up good. I snatched him up yeah. good. So, and but as far as my uh, my offense, I mean, I have Patty Mahomes at mm-hmm. quarterback. Yeah, I've got Breeze. Uh, see how long he hangs on, uh, and I've got Dak as my quarterbacks. So, I mean, I don't think Breeze is going to retire. Um, so, I've, my quarterbacks are set. I'm good there. Sure. Uh, my running backs, I've got a tandem of Marlon Mack. And Derrick Henry. So I'm happy about those two. But after that, I've got James White and I've got AP. Okay. My plan with AP, I'm going to hold on to him if he stays with the Redskins. Because nobody in Washington can stay healthy. Geis is always hurt. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, unless they draft a rookie running back, which they could do, maybe I'll just pick up that rookie running back see what happens. Sure. Um, and then last year at this time, I believe I only had three wide receivers. I know I was very short on wide receivers because, again, this was a team I took over. I didn't draft this team. No, right? you did not. I, I took it over. I, I came in after year one. Um, so my, my wide receivers, I've got Mike Williams, I've got Christian Kirk, and I've got Cooper. So a nice youngish stable of starting wide receivers there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I've got the aforementioned Preston Williams, um, who, I mean, he was showing before he got hurt. Right. It was great. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. And he was he was a go-to guy down in Miami. Um, <laughs> and I've also got Inkeel Harry. So he's intriguing. Hopefully he does something with a... He's certainly flashed. I mean, he's done what you want rookie wide receivers yeah, to do totally. he's flashed enough i mean especially one who's missed most of the year being injured and Definitely. coming back yep um so hopefully with a healthy preseason and uh start healthy get a good vibe with brady or whoever's there at quarterback whoa we'll see what whoa watch we'll yourself watch i've yourself. also got uh deontay johnson yeah he's looked good too he uh i think has an outside shot of being their number one wide receiver okay okay I okay mean, if you think about it yeah and with um, Matt Patricia, I mean, Big Ben coming back. We'll see what happens there. <laughs> also, Hunter Renfro showed a little bit. Odd Tate kind of hung in there a little bit. I got John Ross. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens there. No, with my, with not going to work here anymore anyway. Uh, my tight ends are kind of poop. I got O.J. Howard. Um, not happy. About that. I think I got him from you, didn't I? O.J. Howard? Yeah. In a trade, maybe? I don't know. Uh, no, I didn't have O.J. Howard in that one. Okay. Uh, I've also got Vance McDonald. Uh, I've also got Oliver again, I mentioned. And I've got Knox. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I really want Knox to do something. I've got so many, I know you do. So many shares of him. and uh, He should be the kind of guy that Josh Allen grows with, you would think. Yeah, you hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. Because um, who's the guy that keeps catching the passes? The guy looks like a, a tank. You said his name earlier. I forgot. Um, 
my defense is all over the place. I got old guys. I got young guys. I got guys who produce. I got guys who don't produce. I got a Dr. Seuss of defense, pretty much. <laughs> um, the guys I'm happy about, I mean, possible defensive player of the year I've got on my roster, Mr. Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Levante David. I've got Demario Davis. I've got TJ Watt. I've got Von Miller. I like my linebackers. Yeah, your linebackers are solid. Yeah, I'm a big fan of my linebackers. Von Miller is not as good in IDP as you would want him to be, though. Yeah, I know. It's weird because it's, he's a dominant player, but it doesn't translate. It's frustrating, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, I've also got Jalen Ramsey, same thing. Yeah. Great cornerback, but doesn't tra- transfer over. IDP is a tricky thing because the best players in the NFL are not necessarily good IDP, IDP fantasy players. Because offenses stay away from yeah, them. Yeah, it's happens. interesting. Yeah, There's a lot of little in- intricacies that you look for to figure out what the best options are for sure. Great word, intricacies. I'm a teacher. Um, and it helps to have uh, defensive players on bad teams who are on the field a lot, mm-hmm. like Sheldon Richardson mm-hmm. from the Browns. Um, so, yeah, and I mentioned my, my two safeties. I've got Poyer from Buffalo, McCourty from uh, New England. So um, my goals for the draft... I think I got uh, number five pick. Five or six. Sounds right. One I don't of the remember. Two. Um, that's a perfect spot to pick a, a running back. Yep. And then second round, I think I'm going to try to focus on uh, defensive line. See what happens there. Yeah, getting in on the ground floor of a defensive lineman is huge. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and I got Sam Hubbard, who's intriguing to me also. You know where he went to school? Uh, tell me the ohio state yeah. university okay yeah. just making sure uh he's in cincy if you didn't know and i picked up uh, nate gary or jerry gary jerry i don't know i don't know from philly hmm. um he actually came on as of late so uh we'll see what happens with that guy so i made my decisions on who to drop i did my i did my work while we were while you were talking yeah i mean yeah. i was totally listening also sure no, don't get you. me wrong yeah, no. So Holcomb, the the linebacker, I dropped him. I figured I've got my main three linebackers. I, I was listening to Read and React, the podcast that focuses on IDP. Yep. With Tom Kingling's, Kingslingberry. Kingslingberry. He's, he's British. That, what you said was not British, though. Anyway. Um, anyway, but uh, they were talking about Jordan Hicks, and he, he was the number one linebacker this year, apparently. Was he? And so he turned out he was a really good pick for me. Yeah. Anyway, so I dropped Holcomb, so I, I just have my three linebackers, but that's fine for now. Huh. I dropped Gaskin, I dropped Scott, and then I dropped. I ended up dropping Kelvin Harmon. I couldn't bring myself to drop Malcolm Jenkins. Okay. And then the other thing, as, as long as we're talking about read and react, Jesse Bates, the free safety for the Bengals, mm-hmm. two years now in a row, he's put up huge stats because of interceptions, and he's always there getting tackles, but as a free safety, which is not something that's, re, that's predictable. Yeah. And they were just talking about today about how terrible he is and how he just lucks out. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here just now thinking, oh, should I just drop him? Because here's guys who know what they're talking about, talking about him being inconsistent and not predictable, blah, blah, blah. But I've been starting him for two years and I won the championship. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Couldn't drop him. So I dropped the wide receiver instead. He's your good luck charm. Apparently he's my good luck charm. Look at that. Where'd he go to college? Jesse Bates the third, just like me. Where'd he go to college? Uh, not Ohio State. No. I have okay. no idea. I don't know either. No. I think Purdue, he was a boiler maker. Ew, he was. I just made that up. 
All right, now I'm going to find out because I want to just make you look like a noob. I, I'm sure it wasn't the Big Ten. He went say... to... They don't even tell us! You'll have to go to his Wikipedia page. Ugh, so much work. So much work just oh to find something Oh my god. Alcorn State. I'm going to oh. say he went to Alcorn State. You're a racist. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. Uh, let's see. He went to uh, Sam Houston. I'm going to punch you in the mouth. He went to Baylor. Ooh, okay. You were close on Purdue. Same color scheme. Same school as Tim Duncan. Really? He was a Demon Deacon. Is that Wake Forest? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Wake Forest, Demon Deacon. I couldn't remember if that was what it was. Yeah, he's a Demon Deacon. I forgot they had a football program. Well, how about that? Yeah. How about that? We played basketball, too. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. All right. So, anyway. Um, good talk. Yeah. Get out of all that. Yeah. Uh, can we go to World Empire? We're, we're going to wrap this up early tonight. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to go two hours in the off season. No, sometimes we, we will. Sometimes we will. So it's sometimes it's going to be necessary. Sometimes we're going to do four hours, sometimes and people are just going to have to deal with it. We're going to pull an all nighter sometimes. Um, but but for yeah, once summer hits, come on, I got nothing to do. Um, nothing but drinking. But for but for right now, uh, we're going to just do a little bit more, and we're going to call it a day. So we're going to talk World Empire. Mm-hmm. So this was the league where the worst team at the end of the year gets eliminated. Yeah. And so we're going to talk, um, I guess we can talk the same thing. We have injured reserves to deal with, and then draft uh, strategy. So would you like to start, or would you like me to start? Yeah, we can start. I can start. I uh, I don't have anybody on IR in this team. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yay me. Okay, okay. Um, okay. I, I do have uh, some issues at the running back position, though. I think that's my... Uh, my biggest source of frustration. Um, well, that and, and tight end, too. But um, running backs, I've got Chubb, who uh, he's fine. Uh, but I've got Bell, who I'm hoping has a bounce back. Wait, Chubb two. is fine? You're okay with Chubb? Yeah. Having Chubb on your team is fine with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You're spoiled, you yeah. jerk. Yeah, Chubb's okay. Um, <laughs> but I've got Le'Veon Bell. I'm hoping year two in the system mm-hmm. will help. And uh, a healthy Darnold might help as well. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. He's got to, you know, quit with, quit with that mono stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've also got uh, Franklin Gore, the third. You know, he's a Thor, uh, a third. He's the, th- he's Thor? Yeah, Franklin Gore, the Thor, wow. the third. Okay. He's really not. No. I'm just saying. Yeah, you just made that up. It did. It sounded but good. But that's fine. It sounded really good. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Oh, I lie. I do have uh, one kid on IR, but it's not showing. It's uh, Gaskin. I've got him. He's on okay. IR. But it's Miami, and they're going to be terrible next year. So uh, so whatever. Sure, sure, um, sure. As sure. for my quarterbacks, I've got Bridgewater, who may be a starter in New Orleans next year. Maybe a starter somewhere else. We shall find out. You know the only team that offered him a contract in the offseason this last year? Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. his hometown. They would have um, They would have told him he'd be the starter. Mm-hmm. And he'd rather be the backup than New Orleans. So I've got Bridgewater, Goff. I'm glad he got to play this year. That worked out well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bridgewater, Goff, and Jones. So I like my quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. 
Quarterbacks will be fine. And again, this is best ball. So it is. You don't have to make tough decisions. Don't have shelves. to set a lineup. Yep. We just yep. have to have them on our team. Absolutely. Um, my wide receivers. I've got Cup, and I've got DK Metcalf. And they're wide. Oh, they're wide, especially DK Metcalf. <laughs> I mean, he's as wide as you get. He's as thick as you can get. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I've also got uh, Oakland's top two wide receivers, Tyrell Williams and Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Okay. I've got Seth Roberts. I've got Adam Humphreys. Deion Kane. We've mentioned him. <laughs> I've got him. And Tavon Austin. Uh, so those are my wide receivers. Uh, for my tight ends, I'd also like to beef up tight end as well. And also, we are adding a roster spot here as well, if you remember. Yeah. Whoever won that one Will decided. Who? Hey, that can make or break in best ball. One extra roster spot. That's a big deal. Yeah. Well, I trade away my Sievers first. And, yeah. Well, I trade away my first and second in best ball. So. Well, go get another one. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, that top nineteen guy likes to trade a lot, so maybe Ugh, you can get him. Yeah, back. but who am I going to trade him? So my tight ends, I've got Charles Clay. Do you think he give me a first for Julian Edelman? No, you can try. See what happens. Uh, from Arizona, and I've got Noah Fant. Uh, and my kickers, I have two. Badgley and, and Bullock. Okay, okay. And my Texans defense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then you want to know what picks I have? I would love to know what picks you have, Dave. I have a 2020 first. Just one. I have a two 2020 seconds. I got one row from top 19. I got... Uh, Two 2023rds. You have mine, don't you? I do. And so from, actually, I don't even have a pick till the fourth round. And I have it uh, one from the vacant team. Oh, this is depressing. And I have two fifth rounders. So no fourth round. I don't know where, where that went. Ugh. Um, so my priority, and I don't even know where I'm drafting either. I have no clue. And I don't even know what players the team had that's gone, who they had. So we're gonna have to do some uh, some digging on this one. This is intriguing. This draft is gonna be intriguing. I'm excited because you've got rookies and you've got players from the disbanded team. Rich, you're a genius. I have uh, this idea. Hey, do you? Uh, while I'm going through mine, you should see who that. Can we see who that disbanded team is? Like who's going to be in the pool? Yeah, I have to go through my emails. Oh, it was in the email? Yeah. Because that team's already gone? Well, of who got eliminated. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So mine is, that's what I do. I drink and I know football, which is ironic considering how bad I was this year. Is it so, ironic? So my, <laughs> don't you think? Don't you think? Um, so I have two IR players. A and little I, too and I would, ironic. <laughs> and yeah, I really do think. It's like, right, yeah. Yep, there it is. Um, so, uh, Jarek McKinnon, I, I have on it, IR. I hope it doesn't rain on your wedding day. And he was, me too. Um. I'm done. It was my second or third, I yeah, there's black fly my Chardonnay. Um, it's my, I have Jarek, it's my Jarek McKinnon. Um, I have Jarek McKinnon on IR. I took him second or third round. Very embarrassing how early I took him. And then Jalen Hurd. Um, so I'll be moving those guys in. My roster looks like this. Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield at quarterback. I'm okay with that. My running backs were the real problem this year. Brandon Bolden, 
Tevin Coleman, Kadri Allison, Tony Pollard, Singletary, and Darwin Thompson. So Singletary was the guy who ended up winning the job and looked okay. Coleman had a few good weeks. He was in my trade where I traded away all my picks. Mm. Um, and he actually had four touchdowns the week after that. So that actually looked pretty – or three touchdowns the week after that. So that looked really great. Uh, wide receivers, Boykin, Edelman, Landry, McLaurin, and Jacoby Myers. So that's uh, that's looking fine, although I would love to trade Julian Edelman for youth and Landry. Eh, who knows, but McLaurin's a nice piece to have moving forward. Uh, tight ends, you do not have to start a tight end in this league. So these are guys that are starting in uh, my quote-unquote flex, although MFL is a little hard to see how it's going. But I've got Mark Andrews, George Kittle, Foster Moreau, and Jonu Smith. I'm very happy with that. In best ball, I would love to... I love to have those guys. My kickers, Chase McLaughlin and Aldrich Rosas. McLaughlin actually outscored Rosas, which is kind of crazy. Aldrich Rosas. Because uh, McLaughlin was not a kicker all year, mm-hmm. and he's currently on the roster for Indianapolis. And then I had the Bills defense. I do need a stinking defense, and it's the Bills. So my plan, because apparently I don't have any picks in the first, second, or third round... So it gets to fourth round. It's going to be very depleted. So I'm going to be relying on my research. Uh, Well, first of all, I'm going to be relying on an entire roster of players that have been booted that are solid uh, that people are going to want to take. And hopefully that's going to bump, bump a bunch of rookies back. And hopefully I'll be able to snag the best available. That would be nice. So I found the team that's uh, eliminated. All right, so this is the team whose players are going to be entering the free agent pool yeah. in the draft. All right. I would love to hear it. Quarterbacks, Devlin Hodges, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. Boy, it's hard to believe this team lost. Wait for the running backs. Okay. Josh Adams, James Conner, Rojo, Mike Weber, Jamal Williams. It's funny, I was going to say those running backs are worse than mine, but they're not. Mike Weber, interestingly enough, zero year-to-date points. Josh Adams had 1.2 year-to-date points. This guy was not working the waiver wire. Yikes. Um, Which will also tell on... uh, Can I just make something clear? Kadri Allison had 30 points. Right. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. Wide receivers, Hakeem Butler, no points. Ted Ginn Jr. I really like Hakeem Butler, though. Yeah. Well, then you can draft him. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. He might be there for me the fourth round. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. Uh, Quintemius St. Brown, who had no points. I think he died. He did. He passed. He's buried just north they of They couldn't fit his name on the tombstone, they actually. They they just, he has two tombstones side by side to fit his name on. They just put Big E in there. <laughs> uh, Adam Thielen. Okay. And uh, Demarius Thomas. Ugh. Okay. Tight ends, not terrible. Eric Ebron, but Hunter Henry and Darren Waller. So those are two serviceable. That, those are valuable pieces. Yeah. Somebody will take them. Yeah. Uh, Steven Gostkowski for a kicker and Packers and Ravens D. So Ravens D could go. Well, both those defenses yeah. will go. I mean, yeah, um, that's So huge. looking at it. I would see Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen, Hunter Henry, Darren Waller as a top four. 
Um, I think there will be rookie running backs that will no, no, go no. over. Just top. Oh, at the top four of yeah, that yeah, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's there's definitely a handful of players from that team that'll be first round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that rookie excitement, man, it gets you. That rookie fever, they it, call that it. That rookie fever, yeah. man, it just it gets you. It gets you for sure, and it's hard to overcome. I'm. I'm the one that'll tell you. Did you have a chance to look and see what draft picks you have, or did you not? I believe I'm sixth overall. No, I mean your actual draft picks. My. What what position they are? Yeah, one six. No, I mean. I don't understand what you're asking. Like what rounds you have? I traded away first round, second round, and then third round to you. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, because so first and second, I traded away first and second in the trade that got me Kittle, okay. Coleman, Landry. You yeah. still have all of your 2021 picks. So I do. you got that going for you. Yeah. That's that's something. That's yep. something so for me. So you've got uh, your, your fourth rounder on your fifth rounder. Fourth Oops. rounder, uh fifth rounder uh. <laughs> and then um, are you uh are you gonna do the vampire league again you think yeah i mean come on why would i not Stick do it, it. Okay. i thought i thought my draft was so good but it didn't turn out that way it yeah. didn't turn out the way at all yeah i don't know i'm very excited to i'm very excited to get the draft going so what's our first what's our next draft we have with the westeros not the westeros well yeah westeros rookie draft would probably be the next one because that one's usually the week after the NFL draft. I have no idea. And then I feel like Frozen is usually a couple weeks after that. I am not the commissioner in either league, and I don't remember yesterday, so I will defer to so you. So what you're saying is I should know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can imagine if you don't, because it's still, we're still focused on We've got now. five months until our first drafts. I know, it's awesome. Ugh. So we'll have to do some mocks coming up very soon. And rookie fever is only going to build. Rookie fever's going to build. And I haven't done any rookie research yet. And obviously, landing spot is is huge of where these rookies get drafted. It definitely is. I mean, you, we can do mock drafts till we're blue in the face right now, but it's not going to make any sense unless we know where they're drafted. Uh very true. Although I think it is a good strategy with rookies, though, to do some ranking look at look at some rankings before they have teams yeah we can rank them based on purely like i love looking at the dynasty nerds rankings before they're actually drafted in the nfl draft Mm -hmm. and what i do is i have their rankings sitting there and then i record who drafted them and kind of basically do a plus or minus so just like boost their stock or lower their stock because there's something to be I I've since we've been getting into this dynasty stuff I've kind of looked at it as don't let the team they're drafted to affect things too much like go by their pedigree uh-huh. and go by their their college production and uh-huh. do go by their combine stuff and like just because they're drafted to somebody where they're going to get a lot of opportunity, don't let that skew you. But sometimes it does matter. Of course it does. I'm just saying. But it all matters. I'm saying is I like to have that initial ranking because I don't want to get Brashad Perryman. You know. You just turned him into a verb. I did. 
Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Rashad Perryman. Uh, who would be the one from this year that, would, that I could turn into a verb where they rose super, super late? Oh, my gosh. I'm drawing a blank. Hunter I don't want to get I don't want to get Ronald Jones. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Um, Wait, all right. you mean Ronald Johnson? <laughs> no, I don't mean that. Dave, you're ready to wrap this up. Let's do it. All right, so we're gonna make this a short and sweet one tonight. So, moving forward, uh, we are going to get some some mock drafts going. Yep. We're gonna continue analyzing the playoffs as they go on and what that might mean moving forward for uh, our fantasy teams. And uh, any trades that might come up, we're going to make sure to analyze those and address those yep. because it sounds like you had one on the, like in the hopper for Frozen. I do. Being yeah. talked about, huh? Yeah. And I don't I'm wanna, not involved. I don't want to jinx it. It's actually somebody I've never traded with before. Ooh. Yeah. So it's intriguing. Ooh. I'm not telling. Oh, man. Nope. I'm keeping this one close to the vest. What if I could give you something better? We'll have to see. All right. Well, you keep me you keep me up I'll today. I'll keep you in the loop. Um, because if, if it I falls would, through, we'll talk. I would hate to I would hate to miss out on an opportunity. Right. All right. This has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I am Dave. And we will see you next week. Please uh, tell your friends. Give us yeah. a rating. Give us a yeah. review. Because uh, we haven't had those, and it'd be nice to have them. It would be. It would be good to get some feedback. All right, buddy. Good, good episode. Great show. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye, y'all.